Good afternoon, everyone. It is Dr. Nigro again, our next episode of Psychology Unplugged. A heartfelt thank you to all of our followers worldwide. Um, <clears throat> it's an honor and a, a privilege to be able to do this podcast um, <clears throat> with so many people. I really, um, as I said, never expected it to reach the magnitude that it has, and uh, grateful to all the people who, who uh, have come in from different parts of the world, uh, parts of our country, uh, people who will be coming in soon. Um, so I appreciate you letting myself and uh, Julie into your lives uh, to offer our um, education, background, experience uh and shed light on mental health which uh i hopefully i've conveyed through the podcast that i am a strong advocate for and um uh almost like <clears throat> johnny cash always wore black um i guess this is my kind of way you free up the downtrodden the brokenhearted and being a big johnny cash fan along with springsteen um i guess this is my best way that I can um, reach as many people as possible to talk about a field that is incredibly vast, um, well-researched, but there's still a lot of work to be done. And um, again, I will give you my contact information. I do try to get a hold of everybody uh, that does reach out to me. Um, and you guys seem so surprised when I answer the phone or return a text uh but you know julie and i are just two down-earth people uh trying to do the best we can to demystify a very misunderstood field uh so today uh, again as i've mentioned as as the podcast has grown in popularity and suggestions and thank you for the suggestions uh i know a lot of uh, i've answered a lot of individual questions um just some brief conversations. I can't turn everything into like 20, 30 minute episode for a podcast, but I'm more than willing to answer questions and, and Julie's as well, or, or give kind of guidance. Um, but I uh, have been much better at uh, preparing notes and um, I still do a lot of free format stuff, but uh, personality disorders uh, seem to be probably the ones that uh, I find fascinating because you're really talking about the totality of an individual but um you know borderline i know is one uh that i probably get the most questions or referrals from for borderline or people want more information um <clears throat> it's one disorder that i primarily treat even though i don't do much therapy anymore but uh the cluster b personality disorders uh which is the borderline the histrionic the antisocial and the narcissist. Um, I just personally find those clinically enjoyable. So I did this uh, version of this with borderline, but I'm gonna do um, you know the alternative DSM uh, model for narcissistic personality disorder because I think it really offers uh, a, a more, just as opposed to the diagnostic criteria, it just delves into a little bit more insight into the nature. And as I've said before, personality is our belief about ourselves, other people, the world in general, and the therefores, which are the conclusions that we draw. That is the foundation 
of ourselves as human beings. And that is set between five and eight years of age. Scary to think about, but those formative years uh, really do lay the groundwork for personality in general and personality disorders. So if we go through this like alternative model, um, the DSM-5 alternative model for narcissism, the first one is identity. And this is really talking about an excessive reference to others for self-definition. Constantly looking for others to define the sense of self because narcissists in general are incredibly vapid. It's an outer facade. I've used the Easter egg bunny example when I talked about the you know, borderline and, and narcissist. The narcissist is, is the most beautiful, probably next to the histrionic. Um, so with the identity, uh, there's the reference to others for self-definition and self-esteem, regulation, uh, an exaggerated self-appraisal, um, uh, vastly between extremes of emotional regulation and the self-esteem is because it's so fragile narcissists are prone to experience other emotional symptoms uh but because they're so empty inside and they are so um want to safeguard themselves from any type of shame or, or 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 negative judgment but their identity is really uh not their own Similar to how the how the borderline, um, their identity is very much wrapped in wrapped up in the opinions of others, but their identity is more about psychological survival, uh, whereas the narcissist is more about validation. Uh, second one, self direction. Uh, this is goal setting based on gaining approval from others. Uh, personal standards are unreasonably high in order to see oneself as being exceptional, um, a sense of entitlement. And they're often, you know, the DSM uses this, they, they, where they say they're often unaware of their motivations. I don't buy that because I believe, I've said this before, everything is a choice. People, there's no such thing as the unconscious. Uh, There's no spooky underworld that's driving our choices. Everything is a choice. So I don't agree with this statement, the DSM, that they're they're often unaware of their motivations. I think the motivations are very clear and and they're so ingrained and automatic that they just... um, it's just kind of how they roll and how how they navigate navigate their lives. Um, but to be un- so in this this you know being unaware of one's motivations, I think that that's completely inaccurate. Uh, it's it's one of the questions if you ask. I've heard ask any patients, what is one thing Doctor Niagara says? Uh, probably several, but if the therapist he'll say he'll say he says pay attention to your motivation. Because you cannot change things until you first become aware of something. Uh, empathy. Uh, when the narcissist, this is an impaired ability to recognize or identify with the feelings and needs of others. Uh, they're excessively attuned to the reactions of others, but only if it's perceived as relevant to themselves. So, they, so if they showed empathy, it would be fake because they don't care about other people. And if they showed it, it would be in a way for them to gain uh, 
it's all their self-validation. So, you know, I'm, I'm so sorry, you know, at, at a funeral, but they, they, but they'll be overly dramatic and people be like, Oh my God, look how, look how, you know, penitent he is and look how reverent and they, Oh my God, look, look at the huge flower bouquet that, that, that they, they bought for the, for the widow or the, um, widower, but, but it's, it's all about them. Um, and they, 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 they really have no, really have no concept of their effect on other people. Uh, they believe other people are beneath them, that other people are inferior, but they themselves, because they're so empty inside, um, like I said, the narcissistic injury is revenge. And these in individuals are really incapable and are so skill um, deficient in being able to communicate any sense of authentic authenticity um they're charismatic they're energetic they're you know magnetic they're magnetic magnet no kind of could have kind of magnetic personality they're very charming but it's all about them they will they will use you and drain you in any possible way um intimacy the relationships with with Narcissists are largely superficial and exist to serve their self-esteem uh, regulation. Um, there is little interest in others' experience, and this is just a predominance for need for personal gain. You know, so you just like take sex for example. Sex is all about I just want to please myself and I don't really care about you. It's all it's all about the narcissist and and the the hollowness. Um, and I'm not, I'm not trying to paint a picture of, of of evil. I'm just trying to paint a picture of magic going around in your life without any sense of self, with any sense of identity, and constantly having to, uh, you know, talk about, you know, George Costanza's lie, you know, so a statement that he says to Jerry that it's not a lie if you believe it. Uh, that, that, that That's that's the narcissist is they, they lie. And I don't even think they're aware of their own lies because it's all about them. It's all about being in a specific light uh, and, and the stories they tell or, or the assets that they portend to have or the uh, experiences or places they've traveled in, in many, many, many cases, they, 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 there's nothing to back them up. They never did go to Bangkok or, or, or Shanghai or, you know, New Zealand. They never went there. They don't have the yacht. They don't have the big house, summer home on, on Martha's Vineyard, but they will tell you that and paint this facade because it's all about self-admiration and kissing the, the you know, the metaphorical ring. Uh, uh, grandiosity, uh, feelings of entitlement, either overt or covert, self-centeredness. Firmly holding to the belief that one is better than others, uh, and incredibly condescending towards other people. Uh, so, living a life of, of grandiosity, and not a, this is not a psychotic sense, so, you know, be of paranoia or of um, even mania or hypomania, where you know if the feelings of grandiosity. This is grandiosity is part of the infrastructure of the, of the personality, uh, the feeling entitled. And and it, it's so. It, I think this. You know, the DSM says it's either overt or covert. Um, I think there's a lot of times it's very it's very overt and and, and self centeredness. If you if you're self centered, you 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 really do lack empathy. 
um, and you know, firmly holding on to the belief that you're one is better than others, uh, and really no regard for other people's feelings, emotions, uh, behaviors um, can be racially motivated, could be gender bias, could be. Um, you know, whoever they are, their 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 religion, their political opinion, um, their ethnicity, all that they will perceive as being superior, and everybody else is completely inferior, and they're not afraid to make that 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 stuff known. That's that's that that's that's the kind of scary part. They're not afraid to make these their their thoughts known that how good they are, and you know, if you if you cross them. Um, Look out because uh, they will come right after you. Uh, attention seeking, excessive, excessive attempts to attract to be the focus of attention of others. Uh, admiration seeking, you know, they will, you know, uh, bump in front of other people to get to the center of the stage. Um, they don't believe rules apply to them. Uh, they don't believe that uh, they really see themselves as being as being um, special. Uh, so a lot of times, you know, since from early childhood, uh, tons of admiration, tons of, of praise. Uh, Johnny could do no wrong. Um, but I mean, it's it's it, it, it's a and these individuals don't generally come into therapy. They don't come in for neuropsych evals. They, because there's because they believe there's nothing wrong with them. There's something wrong with you, and there's something wrong with all of us. And I mean, I have worked with with narcissists, and um, when I've when I've given feedback uh, to narcissists that they they do indeed have this disorder, uh, they seem to be perfectly fine with it. They're almost 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 proud. Um, because basically it's almost a validation that, yeah, I am superior. Yeah, you validated that I am great. And they don't really get the concept of the negativity of the negative sides of, of, of narcissistic personality disorder. Uh, so it, it, it was, it's kind of an ironic response to being diagnosed with this, that they see it as like, almost like a, a check mark. Like, okay, yeah, you're right. I am special and you validated me and you're a doctor and you told me that okay yeah but you know let's take a look it's ruining your marriage it's ruining your your career it's ruining other aspects of your life but they will have they have such a high external locus of control it has nothing to do with them that's why it's hard to get them into therapy and you know they they they, they will sometimes come begrudgingly because uh a spouse gets the, puts them in you know either either go to therapy or um you know, we're, we're done or um, other cases where, you know, maybe sometimes court ordered, they could have a substance abuse problem, they're court ordered, but no one's going to come in and say, hey, I need, I, I, I think I'm a narcissist and I, and I need help with this. You can generally get to that, but it takes, it takes a while and narcissism, I mean, it, it's treatable, but the, the, the length of time for treatment is, is pretty long because, you know, you're trying to get somebody to recognize you know, if you think you're the center of the universe, that you're God's gift to men and women, um, you're you you are deserving and entitled um, 
to admiration and recognition. Th- those are pretty tough things uh, to alt, you know, to alter uh, in a, in a few therapy sessions. So therapy is generally long term, but I think you know th- narcissists generally need to hit rock bottom before they're able to make any kind of progress in treatment. And that could that could be the result of uh, they've been in detox or substance abuse treatment, uh, rehab, uh, maybe a psychiatric hospitalization, um, maybe just severe depression. And, you know, through that, that's why testing, again, is so, so necessary because testing will be able to pick up narcissistic personality disorder uh you know the 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 different personality assessments uh are able to pick up you know these qualities they're able to pick up all the different depending on the test but in general i mean i test for everything so they're able to pick up uh what the actual diagnosis is and um narcissism again is really coming they're going to come into therapy when they've they've hit rock bottom or their hands are kind of tied up against the wall, but you know if you're not willing to accept and look in the mirror and make independent of what your diagnosis is or what it is, unless you're uncomfortable, say I'm tired of thinking, feeling, acting this way, that's that's the recipe is it's crucial for change. Until you get there, it's 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 nothing is really going to work. Nothing is really going. You're not going to make any kind of progress. Um, so I, I I I think narcissism in and of itself is kind of the secondary. It's, it, it's there. It's underlying. It's 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 not an uncommon uh, disorder. Um, but again, rarely will somebody come in with narcissism. Uh, parents or um, their older kids or spouses will often point out, I think I'm married to a narcissist. Um, and I know Julie's posted a lot of stuff um, on Instagram about how to know if you're in a relationship with a narcissist. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll know if you, and, 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 the, and the destructive, so a narcissist and a dependent, that's a match made in heaven. So if you have a dependent personality person and somebody with narcissistic personality, you put those two together, it's a match made in heaven. So, um, doesn't always work out that way, but you know, I, I've also worked with people, um, and just communicated with a lot of people, uh, from the podcast who believe they are, or have been in a relationship with a narcissist and the, 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 the gaslighting and the amount of, uh, self doubt and self depreciation and almost People have said, several people said, I feel like I'm losing my mind. Um, narcissism tends to be more prevalent in males. So a lot of the females, like, I think I'm losing my He tells me this, tells me that. And, and, and you, you know, human nature is, we hear the same thing enough times. Um, you kind of start to believe it or, or, or second guess it or question it. And sometimes people need a reality check. Like, no, it, it's not, it's not you. It, it It's them. And, you know, I'm not treating anybody over the podcast, but I've, I've t- had talked to them long enough. Um, and had enough conversation with people. Why I wanted to revisit this specific topic again, because I like, I like these specifiers because it just it goes a little deeper into versus just the you know the general you know diagnostic criteria, uh, but these additional specifiers um, for 
like, like, like borderline and narcissist, and they have them for some of the other ones that maybe they'll do future episodes. It just gives a little more insight. Um, but if you're in a relationship with one, sometimes you don't know until maybe sometimes, um, you, you're, you know, several years down the road, whether that's, a, you know, dating or in a relationship, or you've had a narcissistic parent. Uh, I've had a lot of people reach out with parents who are narcissistic, uh, and they've, I mean, they they have a whole host of their own issues as a result of that. Uh, but it is it is a you know it is a very we call these disorders. I think we should call them styles. I've said that before, but. You know, when when the per, when the personality in and of itself is dysregulated and meets the criteria for a disorder, it is going to impact all areas of functioning in an individual's life. Social, emotional, interpersonal, academic, intimacy, platonic. So it, it will impact that. And because the narcissist is so self-centered, they don't care about you. And it is your job to know, almost be a mind reader, know their needs, know their wants. And, and, and God forbid, like I said, you cross them, the narcissistic injury is revenge because of the fragile sense of self. And the narcissist, the best example I can give you of, to think of a narcissist is the Wizard of Oz. It's when you know, the, when Toto pulls the curtain and the great and powerful Oz is nothing more than a scared little man, old man, that's what a narcissist is. And they will do everything in their power, everything, anything, whether it transcends rules, social standards, sometimes be illegal, they will do whatever they can to prevent Toto from pulling back the curtain and having you realize they are not that great, powerful Oz that they 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 pr- project onto the world. So, I uh, just wanted to revisit this. I obviously I like the personality disorders, but I like these additional explanations because I think it helps. You know, if you're in a relationship with somebody or know somebody, just giving these little extra tidbits um, can be incredibly helpful in recognizing things that you may not otherwise see. And if you're questioning your sanity, if you're in a relationship with somebody uh, and, you, and you, you know, the, your partner or whoever you're in a relationship with takes no responsibility for anything, that that's your narcissist. Um not to me, but I mean, there could also be other disorders that, that, you know, are comorbid. There could be depression. There could be bipolarity. There could be, um, you know, OCD, uh, uh, all a whole host of other things. And again, you know, I'll say this every podcast, please get a neuropsych eval. Um, and, you know, sometimes, you know, people say, well, how do I get my husband in for a neuropsych eval if, he, if he's a narcissist? And I say, well, tell him, you know, you just want to, I want to be able to, I want to be able to understand more about you. I want to be able to understand you better. And again, when you make it about them, and they're going to be the, the they're they're their center of attention. They they're they they're one on one with the doctor. They they love they they love that, and you just you you appeal to their narcissism, uh, whether it's their job or the shirt they have on, and you, it's much easier to get inside their heads than, than than you think. And that's probably just from years of clinical practice and 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 training. Um, but again, if you have uh, if if you know, just just food for thought. Um, if you have any questions, uh, as always, feel free to reach out to me through Psychology Today. Email me directly at psychologyunplugged.outlook.com. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at psychologyunplugged. 
psychology underscore unplugged underscore. Um, and you can contact me directly, uh, 617-750-9411, uh, East Coast Standard Time of the United States. But it, this is a, a, a fun opportunity, um, no shortage of topics. Uh, I think a lot of people have asked kind of revisit uh, spirituality. So probably have that up soon. Um, so other people ask more about grief. Um, people love borderline. So we can always revisit that. That That's always, I think, the number one topic. But, um, you know, true appreciation for all of your support and trust uh, in us. I'm just, you know, a voice talking into uh, a MacBook on Sundays. Um, we're just doing the best we can to help as many people as as we can. And uh, always be a perpetual student. Ask questions. Question everything. Uh, you know, search for answers. But if you do search for answers, please stay off the Internet. I can't tell you how many people... Um, just come in with stuff with like off of, off of Google or they 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 they've paid like thirty dollars for an autism reading and then and it's like you know don't pay for any of that stuff just go and get 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 formal testing uh, which I am happy to do for anybody out there um, so until next week take care of yourselves take care of each other hopefully this was helpful and I will talk to you guys all right guys be well.